0: Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. I really feel this is a picture right now of, of this upgrade. It's like the throne of heaven. It's like we are a royal priesthood, kings and priests. It feels like that. It feels like royalty in here. We've gone from the camping... I was going to say, for, to, for the pit to the palace, but it's not really the pit. But uh, for some people who don't like camping, like me, it is a little bit, you know, that way. But we got the best room in the thing, so that's fine. Um, that's okay. And you guys, Marlon, Stephen, you had also the guys nice, like, you know, it's not really, it's like clamping, isn't it? Anyway, so, uh, but I really feel there's an upgrade in the room right now for you guys, for us all together. Because there's a there's this picture. In the same way that there was a picture yesterday of this wind blowing. You know, in quite a powerful way. I know it's just a Northwestern. I get this. But the thing is, though, sometimes in the Spirit, by faith, we can grab things out of the air. We can grab things out of God's presence, out of His riches and glory. And I even feel for some of us here today that this, this thing, like two things. One is that the wind, there was like a picture of the wind blowing the tent all over, it couldn't cope with this whole thing. And the thing is, though, it is a picture of the Holy Spirit, because what was released uh, yesterday morning was really quite powerful of the whole thing of the commissioning of the church. There's a wind blowing. And we've got to just by faith say, Lord, that wind is blowing in our nation. It's blowing in our city. In Christchurch, it's blowing even here in Hamna too. And so we've got to believe that God is blowing. And also the way it's almost like also the old structures is almost going too. Got that thing blew up. It's broken. They probably have to buy a new one, right? It's like, and we've got to upgrade in here. And actually, I'm thinking next time the camp, we can actually... Be here, and um, but the other way around. So all the guys can stay here in the hotels. Who wants to go camping? You can go somewhere else. And then you come to the thing, and that'll be absolutely marvelous. So we should just hire out this whole thing, and uh, next time in five years' time, or next year, or in two years' time, or whatever we're going to do. Some people want to do it next year already, and I said maybe not. But anyway, whatever. But maybe in two years' time, or I don't know, next year, whatever. But I'm um, so excited. Well, let's just pluck out of heaven right now. Upgrade. This is I feel it's an for us. As we go into this new year, I know it's the end of the year, but but like there was a prophetic word last week at the Australian Prophetic that there was not gonna, gonna be kind of a break now. It, we're gonna go going through the, the, the summer, although we'll have a break, we have a holiday. But there was like a sense of go through the thing and hitting 220 with a vengeance. Yeah. Uh, because something about the next decade is gonna be really powerful in the harvest, in everything that we're on about. So so I think and I think we need to be equipped for this, right? Yeah. We need to be equipped for this. So right now, Father, thank you for what you're doing. I believe there's some upgrades in this room right now and even in the, in the ministry of your own. Your own ministry. It could be your business ministry. It could be your um, workplace ministry. It could be um, another ministry. It could be something. I don't know exactly what it is, but you know, you, know, you, you know what you're believing for, right? And right now, Father, thank you for this pregnant moment right here at the end of camp that we want you, Lord, to give us the things that you have even promised some of us that we've not seen those things yet as we're going to sing later you are the way maker you're the promise keeper you're the light in the darkness lord and you give us the things that we need and i pray right now just declare upgrades in this room for our ministry even as we go into next year that we will i almost feel like we are going to be taller not going to have this more people because we will have more people but it's more like we are just taller together in the Holy Spirit, we're going to be giants in the faith. And God is just growing each one individually. Father, right now we receive the upgrades. Even if we don't know the upgrades, just grab it anyway because it's good for you. God knows what you need, even right now from His riches and glory. We just receive it right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Have you got it? You got it? Did you grab something? You'll get it. Yeah, I I really believe that's right, because I think sometimes when God realigns us, sometimes it feels like there's a catastrophe that happens for that to to be released. And even like the the tent coming down, but we kind of got the upgrade out of it, if you can look at it that way. But I was just talking with Matt Lansdowne and uh, talking about, you know, our car crashed. We we had somebody crash into our car, and it was like I was quite really upset because I liked that car. But we ended up getting an upgrade out of it, and we were sharing that with Matt Lansdowne when he was here, and uh, he's he's saying, "Oh, I need an upgrade in a car," and I said, "Okay, we're going to pray for you. We're going to release. We're going to prophesy over you what we had." Well, he messaged us yesterday to say somebody ran into his car, and he's now getting an upgrade out of it, much better. So I was like, Actually, all our family have had an upgrade. We've had an upgrade. Saskia had an upgrade. Jonathan had an upgrade. We all had an upgrade. So, thank you, Lord, for protecting our upgrades, too, because we don't want to have any major crashes, you know. <laughs> But, but little ones that are just like, whatever, and there's suddenly the car is written off, you know, it's like, is this a prophecy? Come on, Kath, we're prophesying this over you right now. Whatever you need, not, not car accidents, but just prophesying the things of the Holy Spirit to come your way in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, Catherine, we've got to make it not too long because the thing is, it's like a, it's a communion service. So we're having communion at the end of camp. So let me have some thoughts around communion. Uh, this time, I want to talk about unity. Like Catherine talked about the uh, being on Friday, about being stronger together. Right. And then yesterday morning, a powerful commission service on the whole thing of empowered to go. That was absolutely amazing right now. Now, I really felt and I prepared a message here, a short message in the area of keeping the unity keeping the unity because it's important as we go into particularly into next year that we stay united and it's a powerful scripture here I'll read it to you right here as a, in Ephesians 4 1 Paul is speaking as a prisoner for the Lord then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received well again we got this amazing calling yesterday we know to make disciples of all nations we know the calling right he says to make <clears throat> prisoner, urge you to live a life worthy of it. And then he says how? Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Bearing with one another in love. And sometimes it takes a bit more bearing for some of us to bear with some of us in this room. Because the thing is though, we are very variant, aren't we? We're very different people. we Even sitting in this room is quite a miracle. Because maybe naturally you would not necessarily sit with the people in this room, right? No, but because we are, we are, because we love each other. But the thing is, though, we have, we've come around, around the Lord. We, we are around on mission, aren't we? We're, we're the, the family of God, brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, in that day, in the pagan culture, in Ephesus, in that day, pride was really celebrated. Pride was an amazing personality trait. And Paul here says, no, in the kingdom, it's upside down. It is not pride, but it's humility that accesses the things of the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. And so that's where true greatness comes from. It is humility in our lives. And so to fulfill our our calls and the things that God has called us as a church, but also individually, is not according to your ego or according to your logo or even according to your pride, but it's actually according to our humility. What Paul's talking about here is very, very powerful. Be completely humble, gentle, patient, bearing one another. Look at this. Make every effort... To keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Everybody say unity. 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 Everybody say unity of the Spirit. Because that's what he's talking about. Now, in the West, we're not that good at unity. We actually celebrate diversity. Not so, not diversity. Diversity you should celebrate. But we kind of almost celebrate divisiveness. I mean, the thing is, though, what's happening in the Western culture, if take a look at America right now, a whole nation is divided, and they take the president, I'm not political, but they take the president to the, I mean, it's just, it's just appalling, really, what they're doing. But we do the same thing here. There's this division and arguments and things, issues. We're very good at being divided, very good at being divisive, particularly in the Western nations. And the thing is, though, you know, did you know that the word Satan actually means splitter or divider? So the word Satan means divider or splitter. His goal is to split our marriages. His goal is to split our friendships. Yes. He has split our church, split our nation. That's what he does. That's what he loves to do. He likes to bring a spirit of division because he comes in John ten ten. 10. It says here, the thief, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I come that they might have life, an abundant life. Interesting when we look at um, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, right in Genesis, the beginning of the Bible, the first book of the Bible, Genesis, which means, of course, origin or um, the beginning, that everything that you see and everything that you cannot see was birthed and created out of unity. It was the unity of God that created all these beautiful things. See, unity always precedes, precedes creation. In the same way, as a couple, a married couple, preferably, when they have, you know, things, then they have fun time together, they, they, <laughs> then, um, then, then something is birthed. See, creation comes out of unity. It comes out of intimacy. Right. Creation, creating things, human beings even comes out of intimacy, comes out of unity. And so if we want to see something happen in Christchurch in particular, where we live, of course, and in New Zealand, when we want to see a brighter future and also a better kind of reality, and we want to see his kingdom come into our lives and into our city, then unity will always precede the creation of what God wants to do in our city. Now, of course, we're talking now to one church, but really this message is for the church. Because the unity, and we really haven't seen it that much yet, sadly. Because I think if we were more united as a church in each town, each city, and we would work together intentionally about bringing the gospel to the nation, and to the nation, and to the cities, then I think there would be such an amazing <clears throat> a creation come in the things that we want to do. So, such a, such a release of the things that God wants to do. And so sometimes we're trying to create stuff. And sometimes we forget to get back to the source. And the source is God. The God, the unity of the Holy Spirit, because out of the overflow of our unity with God in our personal life, but also in our life as the church, we will start to see a lot of stuff being created. A lot of beautiful things will come out of our lives, birth out of intimacy. It's beautiful, isn't it? See, when a church is united or unified, when a people are united or unified, not necessarily around a cause or, or sorry, around being just smart, because that's good too. To be smart, you can get a lot of stuff done. But basically, when they come in an era of unity, <clears throat> then things start to happen. I won't go into the, the story about the Tower of Babel. But even there, the unity was so strong that God says they could do anything. And he had to stop it because the motivation was the wrong motivation. We're going to build this tower to heaven to be like God. That, that was the wrong motivation. But God knew how strong unity was and what powerful unity, what that can create and what it can release into the earth. See, I love the Hebrew thinking. The Hebrew thinking is basically that when there's a solution for a problem needed in the world, they say that the collective power of each mind in the room will be able to solve that problem. I think it's not just the anointing on Israel. That that's why they have so many inventions and some of the most noble Nobel Prizes in, in, in the world as a nation. It's also because they have learned how to work together in unity. They have five smart people go into a room and they'll figure it out together. We're so individualistic. Can i going to figure it out myself. What about the wisdom around? Even in Holland, we quite like this stuff. In Holland, we're very argumentative. But the thing is, though, it is not only argumentative. It is also because we believe that the truth is a hand. And that I, the pinky brings some truth, he brings some truth, she brings some truth. And together we find the truth together. Something about this is very, very (coughs) powerful together. So God wants us to understand the power of unity. The power of unity. Look at this. Ephesians 4.3. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. I want you to get something that is really, really important. See, we are not creating unity. We are joining unity. We are joining unity. In the ESV, it says this. We're eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit. Maintain, not create, maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. See, our unity is in the Spirit. There's different levels of unity. It's too long to get into. But there's a unity of just Samhordigheid in the sense of we do something together, you know, and stuff. And it's a, Even now as a church, we are on a mission together. But there is a sense of the whole thing of the, the unity that is actually in the Holy Spirit itself. It is so incredibly important. See, we are not creating unity. We are joining unity. I wrote this down here. The power of unity is not, does not come from us creating unity. But it comes from us joining the unity of God. That's what it says here. It says, keep the unity of the Spirit. Guard the unity of the Spirit. It says in the Passion Translation, be faithful to God, the sweet harmony. I thought it was perfect for us. You know? the, the sweet harmony of the Holy Spirit. See, the unity is in the Holy Spirit. It's not just in being nice together and we're on the same page. It's actually our unity together is actually in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit lives in each one of us. If you're a Christian, if you're not, you can become on today. And you can join this amazing church of millions billions of people around the globe today. Keep the unity. It's already here. And this really can help our marriages. This can help our businesses. This can help our relationship So much of the strife and so much of the stress that we have in our lives comes because of disunity. Whether it's just kind of argumentation around money. We heard the other day that one of the highest reasons for a divorce is money issues. Even just unity around money. Come on, guys. Learn to figure out your money together as couples and as friends together. But is it so important. The best way is to be, one second, is to, um, where am I? (laughs) What did I say, Catherine? For Catherine and I. I'll take a drink before I do. <laughs> for Catherine and I, and for all of you who are married in that sense of relationship, for us to keep our unity, for us to keep together on the one page is the most important thing for us to do. Because if we don't, we're going to get into trouble. Now, our unity is based on our marriage. We have a ring. You know, we're, we're married. So there's, a, there's a unity there about relationship, commitment to each other. It's around an issue, if you like, marriage. Just together. We're we we together in the start. But the thing is, though, there's a much deeper unity that we have. And the deeper unity is that we are together united in the Spirit. The same Spirit lives in us, the same as us all together. But we are neither, And I tell you, when we get divided... Then it becomes very dangerous. Then the enemy can take me out. It can take Catherine out. But the thing is, though, when we are together, when we are strong together, then whatever happens in the church, and there's a lot of stuff that happens in the church, particularly in the growing church like this, a lot of stuff happens, right, good and bad. For us to face those things, we need to be united, both in heart but also in spirit. And so we've got to guard this whole thing. And so do you. Marriages, couples, things, but also as a church, we've got to guard what God has said. When we start bickering, when we start fighting, honestly, we start doing stupid things. We get hurt, then we run somewhere stupid and do something stupid. And a lot of marriages are boom. Guys, we've got to protect the unity of relationships, whatever your relationship is in. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are always united. It's so beautiful. And the church family, we need to, need to protect our unity, which comes around the unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which we're going to celebrate in a moment, because He is the source of our unity. You know, everything in the Christian life is a joining of what God is already doing. I'll say it again. Everything in the Christian life is a joining of what God is already doing. Today, we're not creating a worship service. Yes, we have a meeting right here in this hotel, which I think is absolutely wonderful. But we're not creating a worship service. We actually are joining something that's already taking place. It says the beautiful Isaiah 6, just for a moment, because it's called, I think it's really strange, funny actually, with the whole thing. It's called the throne room of God, because Isaiah had a a picture about the throne room of God. And and here we are in kind of like a throne room. I think this is awesome that God would give us this room even today. He says, in the year that the King Uzziah died, I clearly saw the Lord. It's right up there, I hope. Not there? Didn't make it. The next one? Isaiah 6. Okay, Isaiah 6, just listen to There we go. There, Lord, I clearly saw the Lord. He was seated on his exalted throne, towering high above me. His long flowing robe of splendor spread throughout the temple. Standing above him were the angels of flaming fire. Each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces in reference. With two wings they covered their feet. With two wings they flew. And the one called out to the other saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, commander of angel armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And the thunderous... So it didn't really work very well with one hand. Like, the, thunderous, the, the thunderous voice of fiery angels caused the foundations of the threshold to tremble as the cloud of glory filled the temple. Now that's going on right now. He saw this vision of what's happening in the throne room of God. And we see the same thing in Revelation, isn't it? All the angels, 24 hours, uh, 20 20 24 hours they're just 24 elders singing 24 whatever continually worshiping throwing the cards before god it's just amazing (laughs) the angels were already singing before you walked in with your coffee this morning we were not creating a worship service we are joining the worship service of the ages it's already going off all times throughout zales of years, worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lamb. It is so powerful. We are not creating a worship service, but we are joining one that exists. We're not cre- creating a church, even. There's one church for one, we're kind of one fellowship, but we're joining with the church. Of the ages the church was born, particularly when Christ died and was rose again. The joint the because it's so powerful. Everything creation history, everything Christianity is joining what's already going on. When we become a Christian and we say yes to Jesus, boom! We have just made alive into this wonderful throng of these millions and millions of people. want to go before us and the angels, it's beautiful. We kind of, we're joining. We're joining into the life of God. It's just absolutely powerful and join the redemptive story of God. Every time we worship together, we join in the song of the ages as the Lamb of God who is worthy of all of our praise. Every time we keep unity, we keep unity, not create unity. Every time we keep unity, we join the life of God and it will infiltrate in your life. Every time we guard the unity of God, we act like sons and daughters of God who want to release His kingdom and His love in the earth. Every time we maintain the unity, it's the same thing we bring life to our marriages to our workplace and our relationships amen? amen I'm talking fast because Catherine told me I only had five minutes <laughs> God is all about unity God is unity God is unity Father Son Holy Spirit to you in the perechoresis of God the dance of God and now we through Christ have been brought right into the dance of God which is absolutely amazing now, I want you to protect and foster the unity that we even experienced here in the camp. Now, not, not everybody in our church, only half the people in our church came here. But the thing is, though, we are, we are here, right? And we together have had some sense of unity and togetherness and getting to know each other and stuff. Let's make sure that we protect the unity, protect our relationships together. Because otherwise, if things get destroyed, it is so hard, and we would hinder the mission that God has given us. If the band, when the band, if the bend, the band, right now, the band can come up, please. Ephesians four gives the answer to our unity. It's our basis for our unity. The next verse, look at this: There is one body, there is one spirit, just as you were called to one hope. Everybody say it. Actually, we're going to say it together. Have you got that one? No. It's the last one. Verse 4? Not in there. Okay, here we go. There is one body. Everyone say one body? One, body. One, spirit. one spirit. Just as you were called to one hope, one hope. when you were called. One Lord. One, Lord. one, faith. one, faith. one faith. One baptism. One, baptism. One, God. one God. And Father of all who is over all and through all and in all. Now I want to say something about this. When we go from here, our unity is in the Godhead which means you do not go alone from here. Even though you may feel alone, because we have a lot of exciting times together of unity, when you walk out of here, you are not alone. Even if you're driving alone, there's at least four of you. (laughs) Well, the Father and the Son are here through the Holy Spirit. Literally, they're not here, but you know, through the Holy Spirit. They're one. sitting in the throne but the holy spirit is here but because the Holy spirit went fast enough so anyway you know it's too complicated to explain right now i'm too tired um so you got father son holy spirit and you got yourself all the time you are never without so that means we can trust him that means that we have power same power that rose jesus from the grave lives in us that's why we can do our mission that Catherine talked about so amazingly yesterday see so many more people coming to the kingdom we can't do this but we can do it through christ because we are in christ and he is drawing people into himself like in iran hundreds of thousands are coming it's not because the church is doing that great in the sense of evangelizing on the streets they're not they can't they're not allowed to it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Jesus appearing. It's just a supernatural release of things like that God is doing. And that we are joining in what God does. When we send missionaries out, we, they are joining in what God is already doing, the mission of the earth. And so today we are joining with God in the unity of the body of Christ here together. So, so powerful. The enemy wants to divide us, but God wants to keep us strong together, standing together. I was wondering, um, you know, as we're going to celebrate communion together, you know, Jesus was just was shredded, like his body was just absolutely, you couldn't recognize Jesus, you know, it's all these pieces, he was all deviled, he was all pained. division in his own life he was even even division from the father in some ways i mean i know that was together but there was a sense of, of 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 separation and the thing is he did that for us he would leave his eternal separation his eternal unity what he had throughout time for you and i that we could join into the unity of the godhead into the life of god both here as we are alive and when we go and die in our physical body to be with him forever what a glorious gospel we have. And I thought, you know, to show the unity for a moment, I thought maybe we could stand and just hold hands. I know it may remind you of some of kumbaya type thing, but I don't really care. <laughs> Guys, let's stand together united. And what i like to do now, because I really want you to have a sense that we are here together in the Holy Spirit. It says, keep the unity of the Spirit. And we are joining for a moment with a beautiful song that uh, Marcus wrote about the whole thing of join the heaven song. Seeing that, that that line that that bridge of holy 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 and think for a moment that we are joining with heaven's song that has been going throughout the ages we're joining hands for, for this moment for this moment we are all joining together and worshiping christ together standing in unity saying that we're going to be together we're not going to be divided we're going to protect our unity we're going to stand together in christ to god our unity in the spirit in jesus name Go on all hands hold hands please across the house too please thank you